Eagle looking great. Here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. My name is Chris. And I'm Anthony. Here on the Sci-Fi Wise Guys, we watch and review straight to stream and uh, science fiction and science fiction adjacent movies, television shows, short films, web originals, trivia originals, pretty much visual entertainment media. If it's got moving pictures and it's vaguely about sci-fi and people are actually saying the words, we'll watch it. Yeah. Except for that one time where I think Nicolas Cage didn't say a single word for the entire movie. But other other people said words. <laughs> other people spoke, yeah. Yes, other people spoke. How you doing, buddy? I'm fantastic. The day that this will air, I will be in sunny California, which is hopefully sunny California, mm-hmm. hanging out with some good friends of mine, and it will be my birthday. <gasps> Happy future birthday. Thank you. For everyone else out there, thank you for the happy birthdays you just whispered out into the universe. <laughs> manifested. I manifested it. I did so. get an early birthday gift, though, oh. that I wanted to share with you on air. Okay. Because I can already feel your judgment. But this was a birthday gift. I'm pretty excited uh, Pretty excited about it. Why would I judge you? Why wouldn't you, Chris? Why <laughs> wouldn't a, you? Is it a giant Master Chief? God, I wish. It's not that cool. <laughs> I'm going to show this on camera for anyone watching this live or going back to the VOD on Twitch for whatever reason. Or if this ever ends up on YouTube, you'll get to see it. But uh, for everyone else, Chris, why don't you describe what I got here? (laughs) Uh, It appears to be an Xbox Series X, a very large Xbox Series X that may or may not be a refrigerator. (laughs) It's a refrigerator. It's a refrigerator. It's green. It's got three levels. It's, uh, yeah. It's, it's about a, the size of a Xbox Series X. It's got a working USB board. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Little, that's rad. The buttons for the lights. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. It has a note inside of it about how it's not for continuous use. Mm. <laughs> it's to keep things Good. cool. Cool. Not cold. <laughs> I, might, uh, I might use it to, um, I don't know. Maybe those those long gaming marathons I used to have like ten years ago, you know, if I need to stock mm-hmm. up next to the the the, uh, the desk here, or maybe if I uh, maybe I could use it as an outdoor cooler on the days I'm barbecuing yeah. or something, you know, that'd be temporary use. I'm just, you know, it just it says you, uh, it keeps things cool, just like us, just like us. <laughs> yeah, it's neat, man. Yeah, I was very surprised that I one got a birthday gift. And two, I was like, what could this possibly be? This is such a large box. Oh my gosh, it's a box. Yeah, it was, it's a, and then, yeah, so that's fantastic. And, and apparently, um, did not really get price gouged for because I asked, I was like, wow, like these aren't, these all got price gouged because scalpers suck. It's something we can all agree. Like the pandemic made everyone fight over a lot of things. So I think the one fact that we can all come together on is that scalpers suck. They are pretty awful. I mean, yeah. they are the reason why I didn't upgrade graphics cards for two years. <laughs> yeah, they're the reason. I'm on my, my this graphics card I'm using now and the one before that, used. I'm just, so. I'm on that life. No, so they, they got it for, because they don't make them anymore, So they but they only got it for $20 more than MSRP, so not really a price oh. gouge. That's a decent, I think that's a decent uh, price, so I was pretty, I was worried. I was like, please don't tell me you spent hundreds of dollars on this or anything, but no, not at all. <laughs> Hundreds yeah. more dollars. Yeah, more. <laughs> right. I think it was. I think it was a ninety nine ninety nine or eighty nine ninety nine, something like that. I don't know. It's not bad. Yeah. Well, not bad. As cool as your future birthday and Xbox fridge are. <laughs> what did we watch, Anthony? Oh, you're actually letting me do it. That's fantastic. Yeah. We watched the American action science fiction television series created 
created by Tony Gilroy for the streaming service Disney Plus as part of the Star Wars franchise. <gasps> Andor. Yeah. Andor. Andor. Uh, so this is fairly new. They released three episodes uh, on day one and then one episode since then, which we have watched. By the time this airs, there will be a fifth episode. We're not reviewing that. So if you're not 100% caught up, that's okay. We will be discussing those first four episodes. In the future, we might come back and do an entire season review, maybe with a special guest. Who knows? Maybe not. We don't know. You don't know either. Uh, Let's get some facts out of the way. The blurb on IMDA, (laughs) on IMDb, prequel series to Star Wars Rogue One in an era filled with danger, deception, and intrigue. Uh, They're missing a comma there. Cassian will embark on the path that is destined to turn him into a rebel hero. (gasps) This thing is sitting Mm. at 8.1 out of 10 stars on IMDb with over 16,000, well, just under 16,000 ratings. Median score of 9, 30.1% of the votes a 10, 25.2 a 9, 21.9 an 8, and then 7, 8.2, and everything else is 4-ish percent or less. Rotten Tomatoes. 90% 90% fresh with an 82% average audience score. There is no critics consensus to read this week. Uh, and wrapping up with Metacritic, 74% meta score, 6.4 user score. So I think without a doubt, we would describe this as overwhelmingly positive. 72% of Google users like this TV show. Did something happen with Google? Do you remember when it used to be like 90 plus percent every week, no matter how horrible (laughs) the movie was? Like, I think even like, look up Angels Fallen. Look up Angels Fallen. Tell me how many Google users liked that. Maybe they adjusted their algorithm. Maybe. I can't believe this came out in 2022. 53%. 53%. We should go back and and listen to that episode and see, because I feel like that's changed. Um, (laughs) I don't want to do it. Oh goodness! I had I had so much trouble logging into Disney Plus to to watch this. I guess I hadn't logged in in so long. It like signed me out, and then I had to do the password retrieval, and that's when oh. yeah, it was a whole thing. Like, so last week we watched Rings of Power on Prime Video, and uh, we're we doing did. Spocktober right now. We're watching uh, Star Trek episodes uh, that are horror based uh, for the month of October. Uh, that are on Paramount TV or Paramount Plus, excuse me. And then this is on Disney Plus. And it is amazing how much better the Disney Plus app is over <laughs> those other apps. Like it's it's amazing how much better Disney Plus app is over Prime Video. And then it's even more amazing how much better the Prime Video app is over Paramount Plus's oh, man, whatever. Just, it's horrendous. I hate Paramount Plus. It's so, like, this is the thing I, I, I hate the most is... I want to watch an episode of Star Trek, but mm-hmm. I don't want to watch an episode of Star Trek that's like next. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I could say I want to jump around. Well, if I click on the one that's there, there's no way for it to for me to go, no, I want to choose a different season. Now, what I have to do is stop watching the episode, go to shows, scroll over to sci-fi, and then hope that it's on the top bar so I don't have to like click too many times. Whereas... Every other streaming service I think I've ever used that fits for a show, if I click on it, it's like, oh, cool. Is this the episode you want to watch? Or do you want to like restart the episode? Do you want to like go to or the Or do you want to look one? at the rest of the episodes yeah. for this season or yeah, series? Do you, do you want to look at the cast? No, yeah. you click on it. It starts. Thanks, Paramount+. Plus. Thanks. I will <laughs> say that the Paramount Plus website is better than uh, any of the app versions I've used, which I've used 
three, if you include CBS All Access or whatever in there, I've used three different yeah. apps and then the website. The website is better, but uh, just whatever. Anyways, congratulations, Disney Plus. Uh, I logged in, yeah. had trouble logging in because of my own my own fault. And then I click on Star Wars and here's all the new Star Wars shows. Like it has a hub for what I want. And then afterwards, it's like, you might like these other things. And it's all Star Wars related in, in some other like sci-fi-ish stuff. And then I go back to the main page. It's like, do you want to watch Mighty Ducks? And I'm like, yes. Yes, I do want to watch Mighty Ducks, <laughs> of course Disney+. Plus. Why, stop asking me stupid questions. <laughs> Sorry. I had, to, I had to get a bit in here about the, the streaming apps and just... Uh-huh. No, I, I, I didn't think it would... Infuriating. It's infuriating. I didn't think it would be possible for one to be worse than HBO and then Paramount Plus was invented. HBO Go, when I first got HBO Go, six years ago, whatever, this would have been 2015, 2016, so six, seven years ago, mm-hmm, I liked mm-hmm. it a lot. Like You could easily switch between movies, television shows, stand-up. I think at one point I could go to comedy and then choose movies, television shows, stand-up. Like There was all this different stuff, and it's gotten a little worse uh, for where with, with the switch to HBO Max, there is more in it, I guess, but there, it's harder to find stuff. Scrolling oh. is hard. Yeah, it, it's just uh, then they don't update them enough. It, anyways, it doesn't matter. Let's talk about Andor. Okay. Let's talk about Andor. Andor is an American we action we, and science. We, we did that kidding. bit. Yeah, <laughs> we did that bit. It's interesting because it, that it's being billed as a prequel to Rogue One. Like it's attaching itself. I think this is the first Star Wars television show that's attaching itself to a specific Star Wars movie. The mm-hmm. rest of them have just taken place at various points in the timeline. Most of them post episode six, pre episode seven. I think Obi Wan's the only one that was, and now this one that's in between movies. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a different approach. It has to stand on its own two legs because we know how this character's story ends five years, less than, yeah, just about five years from the starting point. So it's a, it's a bit of a different take. It's still an action show, but I think it's being billed more of an espionage, spy thriller action, as opposed to Mandalorian or Boba Fett's or Star Wars traditional action? Uh, I think, like, not so much, like, in my opinion, not so much espionage, at least so far. Mm-hmm. More along the lines of, like, like pretty much just, like, organized crime. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, this is, a, this is a classic, I don't want to say robbery gone wrong, but this is a job where uh, Andor was trying to do something, someone got hurt, and then now he's on the lam. So, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think we'll get some espionage here. Like in the next couple episodes. Oh yeah, we're, we're definitely getting into it. We've met but, like a shadow agent, right? For the yeah. for the rebellion, we were meeting. I'm assuming I, ISB is like Imperial Security Bureau or something like that. I guess the Imperial version of this the CIA. Um, <laughs> I'm sure they want me to say KGB right now, which is why I'm saying CIA. I, I definitely see it getting more into it. It's not like full James Bond spy, sure. or whatever. Man, how cool would a would a Star Wars vo- version of Ronin be? Man, that would be. Isn't that just Rogue One? I mean, <laughs> a little bit, yeah, a little bit, but not quite. I I love Ronin. It's one of my the first half of Ronin is one of my favorite movies. The, the ending does drag. Uh, so, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? How do you want to do this? I did the intro. Oh, so it's so it's me. Technically, yeah. Give me yeah. your original thoughts and opinions, or original, original. your initial. <laughs> All of my thoughts are original. <laughs> no, um, my initial thoughts and opinions are this is very well produced. I think this might be the most well produced Star Wars show to date. And I feel like they've all been pretty well produced. It definitely has its own feel to it. There's always this fear 
going into one of the, any of these new Star Wars shows, anything past the Mandalorian, where it's just going to feel like the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. especially after the disappointment that was Book of Boba Fett. And I, I, I'm calling that a disappointment, comparing it to these other shows. Like it's it's still really good. Sure. And Obi Wan kind of had a how do you how do I put this? The quality of the production felt like it shifted from episode to episode a little bit. Like some of the sets were obviously better than others. It was just, a, it was a little odd. This so far, four episodes, which we've really only had three or four settings, feels consistent. It feels good. Like I love the production, uh, the production value. Uh, and just the the some of the shots, especially with like the rain at the beginning of the first episode, uh, some of the, the angles they're taking with the camera. Really, really like it. Diego Luna, is a great actor. Stellan Skarsgård is a fantastic actor. I love him and everything he's in. I don't think he really needs me praising him, but there it is. I really, really enjoy all the characters. I like the way they're being portrayed. Adria Ariona, or Arjona, playing Bix Colleen, does a fantastic job. All of these actors are knocking it out of the park. Like, there's no weak links. And as I'm saying that, I realize that, I mean, like, Obi-Wan had child actor. Mandalorian has a child puppet and so like this episode is or this uh, series is the first in a little while that has i guess boba fett didn't have no it had like the young teens or whatever they weren't children actors but it definitely had the uh the kids on the the 50s style uh speeder bikes oh, or whatever. That, was just, that was just a gang man yeah yeah but they're like teenagers like it's 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 interesting because this is like these are all adults these are all late 20s early 30s adults and so it has a different i know it has a different vibe to it it starts off grittier than some of the other shows like mandalorian is a mandalorian and he bounty hunts but he doesn't kill a a contracted sub agent of the empire in order to cover his tracks you know what i mean like he's not uh like andor cassian comes across as much more ruthless or maybe pragmatic than these other characters they have mentioned more than once he has a record with the imperial prison system I know we've had a few flashbacks to him as a kid. I'm curious if we're going to see that at all. That would be interesting to me. The story itself is interesting. His motivations of trying to find his sister turning into his motivations to get out of Dodge because he's in legal trouble because he didn't did what he did. And well, an accident, but he's he's got to deal with the consequences. He did commit a murder. He did commit <laughs> a manslaughter followed very closely by a murder. Uh, to cover up said manslaughter. And I don't know how the the system works. You know what I mean? Maybe maybe those are different things. Maybe they aren't different things. Who knows what it's like uh, in this corner of the galaxy far, far away. Sure, sure. All that being said, it took three episodes to get off this stupid planet. It feels like it's dragging its feet a little bit. Like, I really feel like those first three episodes could have been two episodes. Like we could have cut a little bit. And, and I say that, you know, as a critic, as an outside force, and maybe that wouldn't work. Maybe uh, if they had done that, I would be here now saying they really should have dragged that out and give me a little bit more world building to care about some of these characters. But I will say that I found myself distracted more watching this show than I have for a lot of other shows we've reviewed lately. Just because, all right, yep, he's walking. Yep, he gives that person a knowing look. Okay. Like every interesting scene is followed by just feels like nothing for a long time. And it's atmospheric. It's really pulling you in. But I can't help but compare it to Rings of Power, mostly because we I just finished editing that episode earlier today. So I've like listened to that recently. But one of the major complaints about Rings of Power is that it's boring and everything's taking a long time. And it's getting review bombed for lots of reasons. And Andor, I feel, is also like 
taking a long time to get from point A to point B. And there's a lot of long drawn out things that what, you know, like whatever, and it's being universally loved. So there's something there and maybe it's the atmosphere. Maybe it's just the love of Cassian. Maybe people are like, oh, Star Wars that doesn't, that is actually kind of gritty and a little bit more on the, what did you call it? The higher end of PG-13, the, mm-hmm. uh, the closer to R than PG. Maybe people are reacting to that as opposed to just the story. I don't know. Overall, I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to watching more episodes. I might wait and binge it when it's all ready to go so that I don't have mm-hmm. these weird, like the, the cliffhanger, not the cliffhanger, but the ending of episode one, if that was it and we had to wait a week to get episode two, I may or may not have watched episode two. Tell you right now why they released three episodes at once because there was not a complete story. Like it was just like, it's literally, it feels like act one, act two, act three, and you needed that whole thing. Maybe if they released two, I might've been interested in the third episode, but I feel like you need like, there's this, all this setup. And then there's like a second act where he's trying to like, okay, we've set up everything. Now here's what he's trying to do. And then three is the result of all of that. And the, the consequence, the immediate consequences and all the action and whatnot all, all take place there. So it's definitely one long story in those first three episodes. I, I get that each of those episodes is roughly 35 to 40 minutes before you get to the credits. So they are quote unquote full episodes. I wouldn't even say that. I, I, think, I looked. I, I paused it every time. I think the first one ended at 31 minutes. Was it 31? I really do think so. They were each over 30 minutes. So we're close to an hour and a half. We're close to like a movie uh, in length for the, those first three episodes. I, I don't know. It felt like it was just taking forever to get, get to its point. And I've already compared it to Rings of Power. So let me let me finish that, that out, I guess. That Rings of Power is taking a while to get to its point. It does feel like a lot of lore and a lot of world building. Mm-hmm. I guess where I feel the difference is, is I don't see Lord of the Rings as necessarily an action franchise where Star Wars is. And so I'm expecting a different pace. So maybe sure. it's just my own expectations that are messing with me. So not bad, but I'm like, ah, eh, maybe it loses a point or two for not getting to the point as close as I feel it should. But apparently the internet and the rest of everyone else disagrees with me. So I'll take the L and, and move on. Question. Mm-hmm. Would you have wanted more or fewer flashback scenes? Hmm. That's a great question. Were there flashback scenes in episode four? I don't feel there were. I think like towards the the end of se- the season, the end of episode three is the last one where they're like taking off. Right. And then there's yeah. no flashbacks in episode four, which means that they were just doing that to show his origin story, which means I, I don't I don't know what that means. I feel like... Well, you didn't answer my question. I, I know. I'm thinking it through. I'm thinking it through. Flashback scenes as an overarching season-long narrative device... Are, they're not something I would want. I don't want a repeat of Arrow, right? Although the okay. flashback, like Arrow, we've talked at length about Arrow season one being fantastic and the flashback scenes are definitely part of it. So they could have done something like that. I, I half expected it to jump forward and have him uh, as a teenager or later teenager, you know, like I said, showing how he gets into the Imperial, like gets arrested or whatever ends up in the Imperial prison system. Oh, we might. We might, but it feels weird to have three episodes with flashbacks an episode with no flashbacks and then go back to flashbacks. I don't know. It's an, it's an odd storytelling device. I, I will be very happy if we don't get any more. I think the amount we got in the first three episodes were, was good. I think it was, it was fine. It probably does add to the feeling of dragging it out because when you're in the flashback, it's showing his origin, but that means that present, so to speak, present Cassian isn't moving forward, right? So maybe 
maybe less would have made it feel better and more brisk. I don't know. It's a great question. Okay. I didn't actually think about that. I I kind of enjoyed the idea of there being these kids who got left on this planet or whatever because they had like modern stuff with them. Yeah. I don't know. I the Star Wars is so much different than and we are we've been recording for 27 minutes and 20 five seconds it's so much different than star trek and that i don't know what they do with indigenous creatures like we don't really see like i assume things like uh the tuscan raiders evolved on tatooine but how long ago was that like what is the what is the republic or the empire do when they discover a new solar system and it's got a industrial age civilization on it they do exactly what you think they're doing oh well yeah they cripple their ability to uh, outmaneuver them, and then they make the move. I mean, we yeah. saw that in the Mandalorian. We saw it Did in we this. See it in where Mandalorian? They, yeah, when they when they go to that Imperial facility, he's got Bill Burr with him because mm-hmm. they're driving around, mm-hmm. and they're like, "There's huts on either side of them when they're driving." Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's right. You're so, right. You're right. He has a whole monologue. It's great. Yeah, I recall that. You're right. The reason why I asked is I, I think I understand the issue. I don't necessarily personally think that it dragged. I think that for me, it had just enough juice to make me want to watch, want to keep watching, I guess. I think maybe had they just consolidated the flashbacks in one of the three episodes, maybe in the second or third, like maybe we have like one minor flashback at the beginning, right? Where he's talking about wanting to find his sister. And then we just kind of move that action up a little bit. Whatever's mm-hmm. in the, whatever action that we get at the beginning Climax. of episode two. Yeah. Move it to episode one, right? And then just have more flashback scenes in the second one. Cause you can have a flashback centric episode. It's oh, fine. Absolutely. Yeah. I did enjoy the way the flashback ended with him leaving on a ship. Right as he was in the in the present time leaving, I like the leaving on a ship. I yeah. like the way they they brought it together. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. No, I, I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah, but yeah, maybe I think there was maybe just a little too much. I agree with pretty much everything you said about the actors. I think that nothing is funnier to me than the whole reason why the Rebel Alliance is able to destroy the Death Star is because someone's assistant got to stick up his butt and absolutely had to track down a murder <laughs> like you know what i mean like yeah what what happens if what happens if they never go after this guy right they just never file the report they're just like oh yeah they uh they tripped and fell onto some bullets <laughs> it happens accidents happen and then you know bullets. cassian just goes bullets, but yeah <laughs> he just goes about his day right yeah thanks uh what's his name cyril karn played by kyle solar thanks for that kyle <laughs> yeah. what a name that's great <laughs> I enjoyed selling Skarsgård. Of course. So far, this show has, apparently it's going to have 24 episodes. At least that's what IMDb says. That's pretty neat. I think it's 12 episodes. And then season season two. two. Yeah. Yeah. I think what the show does really, really well, aside from being gritty, is it it definitely, like, I had, there isn't a lightsaber in sight. Yeah. Other than the fact that we had, like, we had a, a direct reference to Kybar crystals. And uh, Knights of the Old Republic, for the most part, like there's no force users. And this is something that I've, I've mentioned in the past. I, I like Star Wars when it's not just about the Jedi. The Jedi are cool. Mm. Don't get me wrong, haters. I love them. Qui-Gon's my guy. But you know who else is cool? Han Solo, who just isn't, who, who's not a Jedi. Qui-Gon <laughs> overrated. First of all, how dare you? Easily. He got killed by a Sith apprentice. Yeah, man. Loser. 
he could have been worse. He could have died in his sleep. <laughs> yeah, after living 900 years? Yeah, sure. You know what? I'm going to take, take a nap. You know what? I'm out. My favorite bit is how like Yoda gets tucked in. Like he, yeah. He's like, yeah, <laughs> dead. <laughs> Go away. I'm going to die. Yeah. No, Qui-Gon's <laughs> fantastic. Qui-Gon's fantastic. Like I said, I... It's one thing I enjoyed about Solo. It's something that I enjoyed about Mandalorian up until, you know, whatever. Up until it wasn't. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But still, not having Jedi is cool because we get... We get more of the world. Like, I want, like not everyone is a potential savior of the galaxy. You know, there's mm-hmm. sometimes you're just a guy who works at a scrap shop, and the girl you're seeing is acting really funny because whenever this other guy comes around, and you know, you just you, you you're really jealous. You can't handle it. You see them together, and you uh, call the police on him, <laughs> yeah. and then you get shot for your efforts. So yeah, well, they did say stay stay back whatever like he had his i don't know man like that guy got shot i I, spoiler alert idiot of the show because he's directly responsible for his own death yeah fair enough yeah i'm I'm using your rules so you can't cannot fight me on this (laughs) you're not wrong i'm just saying like that's a very human thing to do sure let the let jealousy blind you you know it it is something that other you know jedis have done anakin um (laughs) But uh, no, I just uh, wow. He is not my idiot of the movie. I'll just go ahead and spoil that. It's definitely Cyril Karn because his boss even told him like, "Hey man, just make up an accident. I don't need to hear about this." Like, yeah, so they died. That sucks. But you know what? You know what really sucks? Having the Empire come here and take over our um, yeah. our whole operation, and that's exactly what happened. It's great. Yep, <laughs> we're aligned. Uh, I agree with everything you've said. And uh, except for the part about Qui Gon, but I, I believe I agree with everything you said. <laughs> Can we talk about how awesome Stellan Skarsgård is? Sure. Stellan, I, mean, he's I don't made know if a, I'm pronouncing it correctly. I he's made an appearance on the Sci Fi Wise Guys. He has. He was in a uh, Dune, mm-hmm. which was rad, yeah. even though you didn't like it. It was a. Uh, let's see. It's a bad movie. He hasn't been in anything else, has he? He was in Ronin, seen? which I mentioned earlier. <laughs> well, I mean, specifically oh, referring us. to I don't sci-fi think so. and the sci-fi. No, uh, he's just he's just one of my favorite. Like, uh, he's just like he shows up, and I'm like, okay, yeah, like I I know that he's gonna give the best performance he can. I like all the Scars guards, I really do. And I, uh, but Papa Scars guard is the favorite, my favorite Scars guard. I don't think they're all related. All the but... important ones are related. <laughs> So Alexander Skarsgård and Bill Skarsgård are both, and Gustav Skarsgård are all his kids. I just want to like give his his filmography a little once over here. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and point out our favorite ones here: The Hunt for Red October, mm. Insomnia, uh, Goodwill Hunting, Amistad, Ronin, Deep Blue Sea. Eh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they can't all be winners, are they? Uh, kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang, King Arthur, The Exorcist. He was also in a film series called Arn. Have you ever heard of these? I have not. They used to be on Netflix. I don't think they still are, but they were like hour and a half long, oh. like prestige television, but it was like okay. Danish Interesting. or Swedish prestige. Yeah, he's television. Swedish, so yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. Thor, yeah, yeah. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Great actor. Big transformer. Whenever he's in a role, like, I, yeah, it's I, I know it's Stellan Skarsgård, but I like... But I also know that it's not Stellan Skarsgård, if that makes sense. Like I, I believe he is who he is. 
in I think in almost any movie I've ever seen. Yeah. So. I mean, that's what I mean by he's he's always going to put in a great performance. He's always going to just embody that character more so than the average actor. Even in this show, he's playing a character with with dichotomy, right? With two different he's living two different lives. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he puts on a wig and dresses differently as as his, you know, his what would you call that? His like fake persona. Yeah. He has like a little beat where he like smiles like the other character, like does some hand motions to like get into that. Like it's his character getting into character and then going nodding and then moving on with it and like becoming someone else. That was such an interesting scene. That was so much fun. So much fun. And it's just him changing. It was great. He washed his face and put on a wig and he was all of a sudden a different person. Yeah. I always enjoy critiquing actors acting. If that makes sense. Like they're like, sorry, a character acting. Like, I think it's, I think any actor who plays a character who is themselves a bad actor and they get to do a, a bad acting scene. Sure. I, I feel like they probably all love that um, because they're all, they're mocking someone like in the back of their head. I know they're mocking someone as they're doing their, their overly dramatic or fake thing, but to be able to play two different characters and have to switch back and forth. I mean, that's a, I mean, it's hard to just be yourself and switch into somebody else, and then you got to add an extra layer to it. There's very few actors I think you can pull it off and not make it cheesy, and he does it, and it's not cheesy. It's very, very cool. I like it. I'm going to I'm going to point out. I've talked a little bit as far as like the structure of the show, like the production value, the acting, the pacing. I, I you know, I've I've said nice things. I've said a few things that I don't like as much. I will say one thing that I do not like. Okay. In this. The fire hydrant droid is dumb. <laughs> well, all droids are dumb. I hate them. Well, I knew you were going to be on board. <laughs> but the fire hydrant droid is useless. First of all, how is it getting anywhere? Like, it can't go upstairs. It's not like an astromech. Like, it it has sensors on it because, like, it senses for gas or something when they're in that uh, that uh, crash ship, and sure. it can pull things. But it's got to be one of the, it's got to be one of the most useless droids. Like BB-8 is more useful <laughs> than this droid. It can barely speak. Like I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's a servant, no, I guess. Like it's better yeah. than not having a droid if you need one. But no, talk terrible. about worthless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. They're terrible. It's terrible. They're awful. Well, not <laughs> all. This of them. isn't supposed to be the, droid hate. This is, they're the worst. Join me on, on our next episode next week on I hate Star Wars droids. Is there any Star Wars droid that you you enjoy, or do you just hate the idea uh, of there being robot servants? No, it, it's. And by the way, my podcast is called "These Are the Droids We're Looking For." Ooh, very nice. No, uh, what I don't like about them is how they're they're used to like give an excuse for to bring your kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they're the comic look, relief. It, yeah, I'm not out here saying that Star Wars can't be kid friendly because it. It, it absolutely can be. It's, it got, it's got a lot of adult themes, but they're presented in such a way that even young children who don't understand the complex thing that we call uh, being an emotionally well-adjusted adult, <laughs> most of the time those droids are used to make to make people laugh, to sell merchandise. I was like, there's no way a show about a guy who, a pro, like a professional killer, there's no way that they would have a, a comic relief droid. And then they did it. Mm-hmm. And they and they managed to do it, and it really upsets me. Yeah, it is what it is. I hope it blows up. All right, did uh, we already talked about idiot of the show? Uh, did you sure. cast Kelsey Grammer? <sighs> no, and here's why I didn't cast Kelsey Grammer because his character isn't in this episode yet, or is isn't um, in the show yet. I don't think so. No, I think Kelsey Grammer is 
the he's like the big bad that they introduce at the end of season one. Oh. You know what I mean? Like he's the BBEG, like not Darth yeah. Vader, not Grand Moff Tarkin, not a not, not a force the, user. Just no, some. no, no. Just he comes in after the Imperial Intelligence Bureau, whatever it's called, um, ISB. When they screw everything up, he's brought in. He cleans house. That's Kelsey Grammer for me because I just can't give him Stellan Skarsgård's role, and I just don't feel like he's any other character on the show yet. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. That's how I feel. I did cast him. You might disagree, and that's okay. We're here to argue. That's the whole point of this. We get together, we stare at each other, and we disagree uh, violently. <laughs> Heartily. Violently. That's what we do. He is the disgruntled head of the security bureau who's like, please just cover up these murders. I don't want to deal with this. Oh. <laughs> and he's just like, I got other things to do. And he's exasperated. And, and just turn up the Kelsey Grammer, turn up the Frasier to 11. That's who he is. In these first Fair three enough. episodes. Maybe I'll cast him as someone else in our uh, in our season one review uh, later in November or whenever that is. Uh, he is waiting for a callback from me. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, All right, I'll he's allow it. for a callback. I'll allow it. I think uh, it's the first time we've ever done that. What? Pushed it off? Yeah. Not yeah, not cast him in. An well, episode. I think we very rarely I mean even well, when we do Star Star uh, Star Trek stuff and we do multiples of the same show, we just cast him as a different character in every episode. Sure. <laughs> like whatever. Sure. Yeah, he can yeah. do it all. Why not? He could be a one-man cast. He could be the uh, the Tyler Perry of Star Trek. Let's do it. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I I refuse. All right. Well, if y'all enjoyed and or if you don't enjoy Andor for some reason, if you're one of the uh, the dissenters in the minority here, please let us know about it. You can uh, reach us at uh, sci-fiwiseguys at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us on social media, Twitter and Instagram at sci-fiwiseguys. Feel free to DM us or just add us your opinions. We'll respond to it and uh, hopefully not make fun of you too badly. Uh, if you have suggestions for other straight-to-stream science fiction or science fiction-adjacent media for us to talk about, send it our way. We love getting suggestions. Just also, please tell us where we can stream it so that we're not you know, diving through the internet and searching in 16 different apps to figure out that you yeah. can't stream something. Yeah, bro. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, every time we say the name of that movie, I have to like special edit it so it doesn't like because it just sounds horrible. <laughs> hissing into the mic. Yeah, there you go. That's going to get cut out as background noise. <laughs> Good. Yeah. If you uh, if you enjoyed the, listening to us talk, make sure to like, follow, hit the little heart, subscribe, whatever it is on your podcast uh, platform of choice in order to get notified whenever new episodes drop. We really appreciate it. And it's the easiest way to show your support. If you want to go to the extra step, drop us that five-star review on Good Pods or Apple Podcasts. And let us know how awesome we are. Stay healthy. Stay hydrated. And uh, <laughs> whenever your boss tells you to cover up a murder, just do it, I guess. <laughs> um, uh, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Don't murder. How is that? How, don't yeah. commit murder. Don't, don't commit murder. Don't commit murder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not even, not, especially not on purpose, but try not to do it on accident either. Yeah. Yeah. Much better Bye. advice. Wow. I had the opportunity. I went for it. You did. <laughs>